Welcome to Your Yoga Life, a podcast about supporting you and your business with the self-care method of yoga. Each week, we explore the ways that yoga makes you feel more confident and successful as you build, grow, and scale your business. Now let's get started with your host, Vivian Wolf. <laughs> That's me. So today's podcast, podcast number 15, is a yogi's guide to feeling more resilient and adaptable in your business. So what does adaptability and resilience mean to you? Yeah, drop it in the comments below if you're watching this live or uh, just let me know uh, what you think resilience is and what adaptability is, especially uh how it relates to your business. I'm going to take a drink real quick. Before we, we get rolling too fast, I want to tell you about a story, tell you about something that happened to me the other day. Um, so I have enrolled in some uh, local classes here at the community college in my teeny town in Kansas. I was, uh, I am enrolled currently in ballet, jazz dance, and tap dance, as well as the community band. That's a whole other story. We'll get into it on a different day. But it's also one of the snowiest winters that we've had here in a while. And so uh, the other day I was trying to, I was getting ready to go to class and I packed all my stuff up and I got all my winter gear on and I went out into my garage and noticed instantly my garage door was open and it's usually closed. My husband usually closes it when he leaves for work in the morning. I thought that was kind of odd, but I packed all my stuff in my car and I pulled out of my driveway and I clicked the little button to close the door and it didn't close. <laughs> and so I clicked it again, still didn't close. And I clicked it again, still didn't close. So I got out of my car, left it running. I walked in and I tried to press the the wired button. You know, they always have a button like by your garage door where you can press it and it's supposed to close the door. Well, that didn't work either. And my husband, he is a fight coordinator and stage combat director. And so we have a large arsenal of weapons. They're all stage weapons, but they're um, heavy duty swords and shields and daggers and bull whips and all kinds of stuff. And they're all stored in our garage. And so I didn't feel comfortable leaving my garage open to go to class. It's really kind of uh, an unusual situation for me. And so I, I realized I was already going to be late for class, just messing around with this. I, I pulled back, pulled my car back into the garage and I started to look for solutions. Now I wanted to mention that before I started practicing yoga, I was one of those kind of highly anxious people. I'm, I'm still highly anxious, but the way I, I manage it is very different now. But uh, something like this would have sent me in a tailspin. I... I probably would have started crying. I would have freaked out. Not only that my garage door was open and it was freezing cold. Like I, it was bitter cold. At least for me, it was. I, uh, I would have also freaked out that, that, you know, our swords are going to be stolen. Someone's going to come by and see them. 
that our garage door is broken and we are going to have to pay for it to be fixed. My landlord had just moved away to a different city. And so I knew it was going to be days before if I called him, it would be days before um, he would get anything done. And so he would probably ask us to go ahead and just hire someone and that he would take it out of the rent or something like that. But we didn't really budget for that. So, you know, I would have freaked out. I would have been laying on the floor. I would have ended up laying on the floor, probably crying, calling my husband, sobbing, asking him what to do. But this time, really, oddly, I was just calm. Uh, there was nothing that freaked me out. I immediately popped off an email to my teacher, letting her know what was happening, explaining the situation and, and apologizing for missing class. And then I got on Google and I started Googling possible reasons for my garage door not closing. And so then I just, uh, you know, there, there are lots and lots of blog posts by garage door repairmen and stuff like that that say all these different reasons and stuff like that. So I tried a couple of things. I learned a couple of things about the, the reasons why my garage door is um, not up to code and probably going to be a lot of problems uh, later on for someone else, not me because I don't own the place. But I tried and I tried a couple of different things and about 30 minutes into it, I finally found the solution that worked and it worked beautifully and perfectly. And I was able to get the garage door closed without breaking anything, without damaging anything, without having to call uh, for a repairman, without having to spend any money. And then I just used that extra 30 minutes that I would have, I would have been in class to kind of meditate and give myself, you know, a little bit of props to, for solving this problem without freaking out, because that definitely was the kind of situation that used to just send me right down a spiral. It was, it used to be one of those things that really messed me up. And so now I realize that I have so much more resilience and whenever things that are stressful happen to me that I didn't expect, instead of freaking out, I just start looking for solutions. So I thought that might be a story that you find interesting. Do you have a similar story? Um, let me know. I would love to hear your stories about when things go horribly wrong and how you, how you solve them, how you dealt with them, uh, the support that you had the lessons that you've learned, that kind of thing. So um, message me or drop a comment, whatever works for you. So what is adaptability anyway? So adaptability is the quality of being able to adjust to new conditions. This is according to a Google definition. The quality of being able to adjust to new conditions. So in business, this means like new roles, new situations. Um, for example, whenever you leave your corporate life to become a business owner, that's being able to adapt from one environment to the next is, uh, is, is what adaptability is, is being able to do that fairly smoothly, being able to uh, switch gears going uh, whenever I worked, when I used to work in the corporate world and I was also teaching yoga uh, one of those ways of, of growing adaptability is the ability to switch from corporate brain to yoga brain is how I used to define it. Like being able to turn off the procedures and manuals and, and all of that stuff that I had to the number crunching and all that stuff I had to do when I was in my office and turn on, uh, 
the the mindfulness and the ability to explain body body movement in my yoga studio. Those are examples of adaptability. When things change, how do you react to them? That's how you define your own adaptability. How adaptable are you? If unexpected things come up, for example, if you suddenly find out that um, maybe you have an illness that you weren't expecting, how do you pivot in that moment to adjust for the new situation? On the other hand, resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's your level of toughness. So uh, the geek in me wants to start to describe this in, um, in gaming terms. So uh, if you are a geek, then um, we're going to have a moment. And if you aren't a geek, then I'm already apologizing for the next few moments. But so you want like a 10 in resilience or 12 in resilience if you can. But, uh, but sometimes we are only, we only start off with like a four. And so the more that you uh, deal with stressful situations, um, when things show up and you show that you're able to adapt to the new situation, to the new stressor, then you gain resilience because you can always return to that pre-crisis status quickly. Now, coming out of geek talk and going back into regular talk, um, when stress shows up, how well do you cope with it? How quickly do you return to your pre-crisis status? So that's how you do resilience. Resilience kind of helps you not absorb the stress in the first place. So I hope that makes sense. Um, let me see here. Next is why having adaptability and resilience, why those are important to your business. So if you want to grow in your business, if you want to scale your business, then you need these skills to adjust to the changes that must be made to allow for growth. For example, if you are a coach and you are coaching people one-on-one -on -one and you're starting to run out of time to coach these people, but you want to help more people, more people are getting on your wait list, then you will probably start thinking about moving to a group program or moving to a membership instead, which is absolutely great. But you do have to make changes to not only to your schedule, but also into how you coach people um, to, to allow for that growth. Because if you just try to do one-on-one -on -one and in a group setting, then it's all going to kind of fall apart. You know what I'm talking about. You you guys can probably explain it better than I can. Um, also as your audience grows, as your reach grows, the amount of fires you have to put out will increase. Um, what I mean by this, for example, um, if you have a YouTube channel and you are growing and your subscribers growing in the amount of views that you are getting, that's increasing the likelihood that you're going to get complaints or weird trolling comments on your videos. And as you grow, you just have to kind of expect those to grow with it and getting back, getting back to that, that pre trolling feeling is essential to not feeling burned out. So accepting that the trolls are going to show up and that you, and then having a process for how you get rid of them or how you deal with them or just ignore them or whatever it is, or maybe you turn off comments just so that you don't have to deal with them at all. These are all 
changes that you have to make to adapt to the larger audience that you have. And the, the procedure that you use will help you become more resilient so that whatever stressors that you might encounter whenever these things happen uh, won't affect you at all. So another example of, of situations in your business where adaptability and resilience are important is hire, whenever you grow and you hire, start hiring your team, like a virtual assistant or uh, an online business manager, um, that time that it takes to find the right person to start training someone and then possibly letting them go and finding a new person and training them and possibly letting them go and then finding another person, you know what the process is. And sometimes that process can be stressful, but you have to adapt to the new lifestyle of having a team if you want your business to grow. And if you, uh, if you work on your resilience, if you become more resilient, then this process doesn't become that stressful. It's just part of the process. It's just something that you know you have to go through to find the perfect fit for your business. Does that make sense? Let me know um, if I am totally, again, totally off, off my rocker or if there are some things that I can explain better that I am not getting to quite so well just yet. Um, how to improve your adaptability and your resilience? Well, I've got three different um, things that you can do to help improve your adaptability and your resilience. And the first one is to set goals. Set goals and create a plan to reach those goals. I know that sounds pretty like, duh, but it's really amazing how people will just kind of like roll with it. They'll, they'll set up their, their process and then they'll just kind of like plod through day to day to day. And then they don't, whenever things change, whenever they don't, when, when something shows up that they weren't expecting, then they don't know how to deal with it. But if you set some goals, if you create action steps, and benchmarks to see how you are progressing, then you can adapt to the new situation. Like for example, if you're trying to scale your business and yet you're not seeing the numbers that you want to, you can't, uh, if you're not adaptable, if you're not resilient, then one that might really stress you out and you might get mad and you might get burned out, but you won't have a way, you won't have a procedure to pivot or to change or how to adjust so that you can start seeing the numbers that you want to see. The second thing I, uh, I suggest is doing journal prompts. Um, so journaling is one of those things that um, isn't technically yoga, but every person I know who practices yoga regular, regularly also journals regularly. It kind of goes hand in hand. It helps you tap into the emotional body, the mental body, so that um, you, can, you can stay as mindfully aware of those as you are mindfully aware of your physical body. So what, if you decide you want to journal, then just decide on something like that you want to do each day, each week, each month, each quarter, whatever. And this is all in regards to your business. So uh, some journaling prompts that you might consider is um, maybe if you choose to journal each, each week, you can journal what went well for the week, what didn't go well for the week, how can you improve, and what can you let go of. I'm going to say those again. What went well? What didn't go well? What can you improve? And most importantly, what can you let go of? 
<clears throat> Those are questions that you can ask yourself, ask yourself every day. You can ask yourself every week, every month, every quarter, whatever works for you. <clears throat> but do, uh, but do it in a time that allows you to be really reflective there and and objective, as opposed to um, subjective. Uh, Look at them without emotion, if you can, to the best of your ability, and, uh, and treat yourself gently. So the third thing that I recommend, of course, is yoga. <laughs> That's what this Facebook group is about, Your Yoga Life. That's what this podcast is about, Your Yoga Life. Um, so yoga helps you build mindfulness so that you are you have an enhanced awareness of the situation or choice that you have in front of you. Whenever uh, a new situation pops up for you, whenever a, cl an, a client sends you an email that they are unhappy with what they are receiving, you can, in that moment, just be aware of how things are going without the stress, without um, that, that spiral that happens. Yoga also helps with physical flexibility, which of course trains the brain to be flexible as well. The, the more you focus on flexibility, of course, your, your, brain, uh, your brain starts to rewire in more flexible ways. And that, mean, that, that happens on the mat as well as off the mat. That's the way I'm trying to say it. <laughs> also, one of the basic tenets of yoga is abhyasa, which is practice. That means just just getting on the mat and doing it, just getting on the mat and doing it, staying on your path, staying on your journey without being distracted by obstacles. So maybe you are getting one unhappy client, but you have 15 that are thrilled. So it's easy for people sometimes to be distracted by the one unhappy person and uh, start to think that you need to change things to make, to get 100% happy clients. But that doesn't always happen. But if you are aware of your situation, aware of the choice in front of you, you can see that 15 happy people and one unhappy person is a fantastic ratio and that you should just stay on your path. Just keep practicing what you're doing. Keep moving forward. Keep setting those goals. Keep setting those benchmarks and keep slamming them. Abhyasa. We also talk a lot about viragya, which is detachment from the outcome. So releasing those things you can't control, you can set your path, you can set your goals, you can make those action plans, but sometimes you can't be aware of the obstacles that are going to come in front of you. You can't always be aware of what's going to happen. So all you can do is set those goals and, and move towards them, but let go of the outcome so you aren't always thinking of the end goal. Just, um, I'm trying to think of the easiest way to explain that in a way, in a way that makes sense in like five seconds, but there's a lot to unpack there. Um, and we'll talk about that further. I'll get into, I'll do like a whole podcast just on the concept of letting go within your business, within your life, how, how detachment from the outcome is going to make you feel more connected with your journey and with your purpose. Okay. I hope that was good. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Um, I am going to place a link in the comments here of today, of this week's, uh, five minute yoga practice, because it focuses on 
it focuses directly on improving your physical flexibility so that you feel more adaptable and more resilient. So I'm gonna put that in the notes there. So in conclusion, building flexibility physically, mentally, and emotionally is essential to growing an adaptable and resilient business. When you are flexible, you can adjust in the moment without feeling lost or out of control in the situation. New opportunities present themselves and you can mindfully decide which will help your business, which will help your business grow, and which are simply distractions from your purpose or your path or your dharma or your journey. So thank you so much um, for watching this live recording of the podcast, or if you are listening to the podcast, um, thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts and your comments on being adaptable and being resilient. If you are watching this live, please drop your, your experiences in the comments. If you're watching the replay in the Your Yoga Life Facebook group, then drop your experience in the comments. And if you're listening to this podcast, then email your experiences to youryogayourlife at gmail.com. Thank you so much. And until next time, I hope you have a marvelous day. I hope you feel flexible, adaptable, and resilient. Thanks for listening to Your Yoga Life. Be sure to subscribe to get weekly shows delivered to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For tips and guidance on improving life and business with yoga, join the free Facebook group called, you guessed it, Your Yoga Life. You can find the link in the show notes. And until next time, namaste.